this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I want to be critical when it comes to the missed tackles because we see it in back-to-back weeks, and that is just something I'm not familiar with with Lou's defense over the past couple years, and it's been really unfortunate, and I know James Conner was out in the second half, but overall, the missed tackles, before we get to the positive, was pretty depressing. It's everybody, too. Uh, I think that's why Dick Scott got this for a series because he missed a couple more tackles, which that has just been the most frustrating thing because I, I don't think he's been bad other than the missed tackles. Like, yeah, it's up and down in coverage. It's up and down as, you know, a run defender. But the biggest issue has been he's missed tackles every game. And that's just not something that teams won't put up with. But it's not just him either. Jordan Battle got in there and missed a tackle on his one series. Um, You've got everybody in the secondary missing tackles. You've got defensive linemen not bringing the guy down when they have the chance. Linebackers not making the tackle. It's, It's just very frustrating that nobody is tackling well. And this is a team that's tackled well the past two years and it's mostly the same guys. Like I know everybody wants to point at the new pieces as the issue, but it feels to me and it, maybe it's not so much this week. Cause I thought Jermaine Pratt played well. I thought that um, a lot of the guys, you know, Trey Hendrickson was awesome. We'll get to it. Uh, but most of the guys that have kind of disappointed have been guys that were here before. And that's yeah. the part that's kind of frustrating. Do you think that turns around or do you think that kind of stays the same? It's tough to call. James Conner going out certainly helped them. Um, James Conner was pretty awesome, but at the same time, it felt like it was a lot of, like, it, he only had six carries. So it's, it's not a small sample, but it felt mm-hmm. a lot like he's kind of stuffed, he stuffed, he stuffed. And then that one play happened where Cam Sample missed reads the match point and James Conner hits every single button on the PlayStation controller. He spun, he stiff-armed, he trucked, he juked. It was like, okay, he's just doing everything on this. He did score the touchdown, though. And I think that might have been the play he got hurt on. And then the backup comes in, runs at four and a half, a carry and a touchdown. It just, the run, this is a good run offense. I think that's one thing to point out. Yeah. But the run defense has just been disappointing. And we can get to the pass, how they did against the pass, which I thought was much better. Uh, uh, but the run game is just – they need to figure that out because Seattle, mm-hmm. yeah, if you, miss, if you miss tackles on Kenneth Walker, he could break it for a touchdown. But I'm real worried about the San Francisco game. If your run defense isn't up to snuff – about they'll San Francisco have, right now. I am. I am because Purdy will pass the ball 12 times and they'll score 45 by just handing it look, off to McCaffrey and everybody else. Look, Christian McCaffrey, I have as the NFL MVP right now. So I don't even want to think about that, Mike. I want to enjoy this win. And then you go to, then you play home at Seattle. Then you get a little bye. Then we worry about what San Francisco is going to look like. Uh, but I agree with you. Stopping the run terrifies me right now with this defense. And, you know, you hope it's things that they're going to be able to fix. And it, you feel like you can adjust to making tackles versus missing them. I know that sounds absolutely silly, but seeing it in back-to-back weeks and it's just not like lose defense. It's really unfortunate because as you mentioned, it's the same guys missing tackles, guys that have been here before. So overall got some things to clean up on defense. And it sounds crazy to say that because when you think about what the defense was able to do, you get interceptions, you get a sack and a fumble, you get a pick six. And I felt like on the defensive side of the ball, they always kind of, when the offense gets rolling, the offense gets gets a lead. I always feel confident that the defense is going to be able to shut the game out and end the game. There's some things to work on to adjust, but overall, 
they had some some great turnovers too on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, uh, well, three of them, right? They had the pick mm-hmm. six, the Jermaine Pratt interception, and then the strip sack. Awesome, awesome game. Uh, I think if we want to talk about the pass defense a little bit, we'll start yeah. with Trey Hendrickson. Superb. Uh, what I've been looking for, he faced a what in my mind is a solid left tackle, an interesting one. You know, he's up and down yeah. a little bit in his career, but DJ Humphreys is a solid player. He got a big deal. He's uh, – Look, a better than average left tackle, I think. And he Trey Hendricks had two and a half sacks against him, and it felt like that. It felt like Trey Hendrickson took over the game, especially in that second half. So this is the game we've been looking for from him. I don't know if very many other people on the defensive line got a lot of pressure against, you know, not, not, not great uh, Cardinals offensive line for the most part. I think Humphrey's the best player, and that was the one they beat up. So that was cool to see. Uh, I I'm enjoying the Trey Hendrickson uh, domination so far. Six sacks. I think he only had eight last year, eight and a half, nine, somewhere in there. I don't think he hit double digits last year. And through five games, he has six sacks. So he's certainly on pace for it. This- yeah, no, uh, Trey Hendrickson, it's crazy because I think if you were to surge Trey Hendrickson held, um, it happens every game and it's just the way it is. And he still finds a way to get pressure and get to the quarterback. And I've just been really impressed what we've uh, really you just watched from Trey Hendrickson in the season. But overall, you know, like I said, on the defensive side of the ball, I still feel like there's some there's some things to clean up. Anything else? Yeah, uh, when it comes to pass defense, I thought for the most part it was good. Uh, you have the Kevin Taylor Britt pick six. You had some interesting calls. You had some opportune pressures. They gave up a slot fade touchdown where Jalen Davis was man-to-man against their fastest player in Hollywood Brown. That feels like something that we see how that goes, and there has to be a check. There has to be some type of check so that he's not one-on-one with him down the field like that. Um, otherwise, what I mean, Dobbs ended up – Two picks. I guess he threw two touchdowns. I don't even remember that second one. Oh, Zach Ertz, they were just playing right at the goal line, and he caught it and just kind of walked in. Um, when you look at the advanced stats, it's much worse for the Cardinals in general. Their pass game was averaging negative 0.45 EPA per play, which, you know, everything, if you look at, is below like the fifth percentile, fourth percentile EPA per play, uh, fifth percentile success rate, and they were. 24th and first down great it's just that passing offense was terrible it just it let them down and yeah some of that's gonna be driven by a pick six but it kind of felt that way to me where the when the cardinals went to pass it wasn't i personally wasn't that worried about it being something that was going to work for them and that didn't have everything to do with dobbs even though he was a little bit inaccurate there was a early play down the field on the left sideline to Hollywood. I believe it was Hollywood that he beat Cam Taylor Britt, but it was overthrown. Some of that helped them, but it really did feel to me like things were sticky. It felt like the coverage was pretty sticky other than a few plays here and there, even like towards the end of the game, Michael Wilson made that one catch between, um, uh, between Nick Scott and Cam Taylor Britt, both just smashing him and he still came down with it. It felt hard for the Cardinals pass offense. And I think that's what ended up kind of putting the nail in the coffin was that the pass offense for the Cardinals couldn't get going. And you can only run so much in this game, especially when you're down two scores. So the, the that's one thing that I think I look at and I was pretty happy about. Um, 
it'll be interesting to go back and look at the one Jordan battle drive, which went in that Zachert's touchdown and what exactly happened because it, they made the switch and it felt like the defense was still playing pretty poorly. <laughs> and then yeah. they made the switch back and it ended. It, that's a, they made that switch back and they didn't switch it back after that. It, they got the turnover on downs and kind of just let it happen from there. And the, the defense was awesome. Um, but I don't think I'm blaming that on Jordan Battle. I just think it was like, man, interesting to come out of the half and make the switch at safety. And then uh, it didn't seem to matter and make the switch back. Yeah, we'll get into that on uh, Tuesday's pod to see what the tape really was showing on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to that switch, the offensive side. But let's end it with this. An optimistic outlook. Yes, I know the Cardinals record, but I still felt like they were playing better than what their record was. And the biggest thing was seeing Joe Burrow return. And it felt like we saw a little bit of Joe, as a lot of people like to call him, Joe Shiesty return at the quarterback position being mobile. Jamar Chase proved that he is the best playmaker on the team. And he he's absolutely unbelievable. One of the top, I would think it's fair to say two wide receivers in the NFL, but Justin Jefferson at number one right now. Uh, but overall, that's very encouraging by your offense. You're getting 30 plus. I know there was a pick six by Cam Taylor Britt, but still, that's very that's just great to see on, on both sides of the ball. When it comes to turnovers, you got to stop the run, clean up the missed tackles. But overall, they are currently one game out of first place in the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens fall into the Pittsburgh Steelers today. And that was a wild game. But again, it's an AFC North battle. Those games are always a little sloppy or, or sometimes a little too close. Uh, but I think that's that was good for the Cincinnati Bengals today. The Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Baltimore Ravens. They don't get in another game. They're one game back. You can control what you can. You play at home against the Seattle Seahawks this coming weekend. And you hopefully you can start a win streak.